You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. Great to be with you today for our first show of 2022. I'm Leon Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer and producer. And sisters, did you miss me? Did you miss this? <laughs> Liz? <laughs> hey, Leon. This is Liz in Santa Monica. Yeah, well, I didn't miss you. I did get a chance to see you a little bit over the holidays. But you know what I didn't miss? I didn't miss being one of those 21 people that were trapped in the Sandia Peak tramway in New Mexico. Did you see that? Oh they had to repair held down from a tramway that got stuck overnight. They were in there overnight. Anyway, didn't miss that, but did miss the show. (laughs) Hi. Oh, this is Julie Dolan. I'm in Dallas, Texas. I'm the oldest sister and I'm woozy just hearing the description of that tramway uh, incident. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I could have survived that, but I did survive our long break away. And I'm so glad to be back with you, sisters. Yeah, we're back. Glad to be back, too. Welcome to the new show. It's the same as the old show, sort of. We're going to explain a few changes that happened uh, at the Satellite Sisters Empire um, over the course of the (laughs) holidays, over the course of the holidays. Yep. Our small media empire made some made some big changes. So we're going to tell you about those. Um, Liz, by by request, you're going to be talking about the Theranos uh, trial. The verdict came in in the Elizabeth Holmes case. People want to know what you have to say. You've been talking about it for, I think, most of the last decade. So uh, we're going to just wrap that up. But I think everyone has strong opinions on this. So, yes, we will. We will discuss the verdict and what happens next. We, of course, have our themes of the year. We have some of your themes of the year. I have some spirituality tips from cats, and that is <laughs> I'm not something for I, that, I ever thought I would say. From cats, the we- musical, or from actual cats? <laughs> okay, actual cats. I'm trying to reach out to our Catalyte sisters, okay? And, <laughs> okay, okay. Trying, to, trying to reach out to the other the other side, cat people. Uh, So we'll be talking about that. And then lots and lots of entertaining uh, sisters. Okay. But first, Julie, we had a mini teeny tiny show on Friday and you teased a holiday calamity. A holiday calamity. I wasn't stuck on a tramway, uh, but I did have an accident over the holiday. I was with my family up in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. We love to be up there in the winter time. And uh, one day, everyone in my family, we decided to go sledding. Okay. Uh And uh, I went down the hill. I was riding a flying saucer and I went down the hill. I went over a bump. Uh, My head snapped back and forth. Um, Witnesses said it was a very violent action. (laughs) People on the scene, they said that's what it looked like. And somehow uh, I didn't come off the flying saucer. uh, But at the end of the ride, I realized I had chipped my front tooth. Okay, that's (laughs) really. Yes, I somehow with my teeth. When the violent action, I don't know. I went over the bump and things happened. Okay. Wow. I don't know how that happens. Now, on a continuum between a full-on Ellie Mae Clampett situation <laughs> and a snaggletooth on the other end, yeah. I think I'm closer to a snaggletooth. Uh-huh. Um, 
But that doesn't sound good. I don't know. It is not good. It's my front tooth, Liam. Oh, it looks okay. terrible. Okay. Oh, it's terrible. Oh. I can't believe you didn't notice the way I'm talking because of my tooth. Okay. But so I, you know, it was an accident. There wasn't any blood involved, but, but things were missing from my front tooth. <laughs> So what do you do now? Now that you're I know. Home, okay. well, you're back in Texas. I'm, I'm back in Dallas. I, fortunately, I have the two greatest dentists ever, Dr. Dr. Latham and Dr. True. Um, I left a message because, you know, it was the holidays, you yeah, know, and yeah. it, they on their message machine, they said, is it truly an emergency? Now, to me, it was truly an emergency. <laughs> wow. But, That's but, a lot of heavy judgment from I, your dentist. I, well, I mean, they're they're on vacation, Leon. You yeah, want to respect uh-huh. that? Come on. So anyway, I, I got I got the first appointment that went when the office opened back up. I went in. And I first saw they have a new dental um, hygienist that's working in there. And she said, well, what happened? And so then I have to say, well, I had a flying saucer accident. Okay. Uh Okay. Okay. Now she's looking at me. She's young. So she doesn't know what I have just said. She does not understand (laughs) those three words at all. Now, I don't know whether flying saucer is not a term that's used anymore, but, you know, I was talking about those round discs that you sit on and you go when you're sledding, or I don't know whether because she's from Texas, she wasn't really familiar with sledding accidents, but she was trying to be as empathetic as possible. And she said, well, I really don't know what that is, but (laughs) we did have a patient who chipped his tooth on a mechanical bull. (laughs) Is that what happened? I was like, actually, yes, that's very similar to the action of my head. I was like, I was on a mechanical bull. Okay. So then Dr. True comes in and again, they don't really know what to say because they want to laugh at you because, you know, I'm a woman of a certain age and I've had a flying saucer accident. And she just, she looked at my tooth and she looked at me and she said, well, you are fun, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. really trying. That's really she was trying. really trying. She was really trying. And um, but, you know, the good news is that I am now exploring the very exciting world of cosmetic dentistry. I mean, it's a whole new world out mm. there for me. There's new bonding stuff that they can do to your t- uh, tooth. So uh, she, uh, Dr. True, who has, who's just the best, she, she did reta- re- repair my tooth. But you see, sisters, now on my permanent record, it's going to say flying saucer accident, <laughs> right? Right. I think it's good for your image, Jewel. It's good for your image. I I don't know. Oh, they were all making jokes. They're like, well, we know what we're going to get you for Christmas next year. A flying saucer. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was a helmet. (laughs) I thought it was a mouth guard. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, so that's it. Permanent record flying saucer accident. I'm sure I'll be talking to my insurance company about the coverage about this. So I look forward to going through the details one more time. You know, Julie, I'm actually Googling um, flying saucers now. You know, the Flexible Flyer company makes them. I don't see any images of uh, nanas on saucers. (laughs) I don't know. That's why that's why Dr. True said I am fun, she said. So she didn't want me to give up my fun. Okay. Hmm. It says it's recommended for ages five years old and up. So that's you. But um, (laughs) there you go. Excellent. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, good luck with that. Keep us posted on the um, 
exciting world. Maybe you should, is there, maybe you should get like a grill or something. That'd be nice. <laughs> Metal. Is it time? Again, I, I don't look like Ellie Mae Clampett. Okay. <laughs> more, more like Snaggletooth. Okay. okay. Let's just Fantastic. keep that yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, every year here at Satellite Sisters, at least for about the last 10, we've sort of come into the new year with some themes for the year, either a motto or a word or some, we don't like to say resolutions because that seems like a commitment, but if you have a <laughs> loose collection of words together and it creates a theme, fantastic. Yeah. Great. Over the years, we've had serious ones. We've had fun ones. And I think in 2021, we're in 2022, we're all kind of struggling to figure out how to go forward this year. And so we did some serious thinking, I think, on our themes, because I know last week when Julie, we talked to you, you said, I don't have my theme yet. Don't pressure me. And Liz, you didn't have your theme yet. I did. And it took me a while to get to my theme. So uh, we were happy to see people report on their themes on the Facebook group. We're going to talk about those in a bit, but we're going to go around. Around the horn, see what people's themes are for the year. Julie, your name is up first. Right. So that is that, that is first. Okay. Well, my theme, and you know, I never used to like to do this exercise. I, I know really you didn't. It. You I didn't want to do it, but I have really embraced having a theme for the year. Last year, my theme was "What are you waiting for?" Uh, and obviously, that included flying saucers. So uh, <laughs> there you have it. But this year, my theme is together get it together. Uh, I can't believe at my age, you know, that I still have many, many things that I want to get to get, get it together in my personal life, but that's it. Be together. This year, I really want to be with more people. I want to be with my family. I want to see you. I want to see you and Liz more. I want to see our other brothers and sisters, uh, friends, uh, and finally come together. I just want to continue to work on the issue of, of really having conversations in our communities where people with different backgrounds, different political points of view can come together and support each other. So that's my theme for the year. Get it together. Be together. Come together. That's nice. All right, I like it. Three yeah. point plan. I think okay. those are good. Okay. Are you sure it's not tooth together? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, wondering when it was all going to start, but <laughs> it didn't take long. <laughs> okay. No, it didn't. Now I'm imagining that as a graphic from Emily. <laughs> no, just stop. Okay. Okay. Get it. Okay. Get it. See, I was looking for sympathy. You know, know. like if you, if you had like what I have, you, I, I would be kind to you. Okay. Okay. That's okay. That's so noted. Oh, I can't wait to hear your theme. <laughs> is it kindness? Okay. Is that what you got on Never, never. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my theme, I batted around a couple. Uh, one was C'est la vie, uh, because I have, um, well, I have a book coming out that's set in France. And so I've been, you know, doing a lot of Frenchy kind of things and looking at French things and, 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 and planning things. And so I thought, mm, is that, is that too, um, you know, that's a sign that I've given up. Say lovey. Yeah. So, you know, it feels it a little like cavalier. Yes, yeah, cavalier. Close. It sounds yeah. like whatever. Yeah. Right. I, that's, I, yeah. I was trying to imagine, could you repurpose it to make it uplifting? Like, say la vie. Like, that's fun. But then I realized it's really just a marketing slogan. So I, I need to move into something that's a little bit more relative to me. And I have noticed that the, particularly over the last year, 
uh, I've been distracted. Uh, I've been scrolling away at things and wasting time. Uh, even when I'm in a room with people, I don't feel like I'm as focused as I should be. Perhaps as Julie's recently pointed out, I'm not that kind. Uh, but, oh, well, say lovey. Um, <laughs> I decided my theme for 2022 would be here and now, because a couple of years ago, after cancer diagnosis and treatment, uh, I did, um, you know, happy to be here. And always found that that that's been actually very helpful for me. I am happy to be here all the time, no matter where I am, but I could be more present. You know, I could, could be enjoying the moment a little bit more and not always worrying about the future or what's going to happen uh, a day from now or a week from now or at the end of the year. So I think here and now is one that just keeps me uh, enjoying the moment or being present in the moment. Um, but now is also exciting. Like this is it. I feel like I've been waiting for things to get better as many people have or the, to round the corner, or the, you know, the virus, the pandemic to be over and it's not coming as soon so now is as good a time as any. So here and now, that's my theme for 2022. I like that, Leanne. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Thank I you. like it. Liz, what about you? Okay. So, you know, 2021 for me on top of the pandemic, I had the broken leg in me. It was it, not my best year, right? Not right, my best right. year. Mm-hmm. And, but like a lot of people, you know, I'm sure everyone read a lot of these articles. The word that a lot of psychologists used to kind of explain where people were in 2021 was that we were languishing, right? And I think I think a lot of people were, and I know for sure I was. So for 2022, I was like, okay, got to bust out of the, the languishing. And what would be like the opposite of languishing, whatever that is, that's what I need. That's the spirit, at least, that I needed to embrace in uh, 22. So the opposite of languish is flourish. So my word for the year is flourish. I want to grow and learn new things and already on board with that, you know, we're going to explain a little bit. We've already learned a lot of new things in 22. Um, I also, I feel like in 21, because of all of the medical care I was getting and all of that, I, I got into this mindset that I'm broken and yeah. I just, I just got to leave that behind. Not broken anymore. I'm, I needed to be in a healing mindset, a flourishing mindset. So, so flourish is also fun to say. It mm-hmm. just is, it's a positive sounding it is a word. positive word. Yeah. Yep. I, yep. I wanted some, cause originally I thought, well, maybe just better is the word, but no flourish is a more dramatic statement yes. about personal growth, physical healing, all of that. So getting out of that broken mindset. So I even, as part of my uh, uh, plan flourish, I signed up for the uh, the polar bear plunge here in Santa Monica. <laughs> oh my good. gosh. Well, so- see, see, Liz, that's good. You have, you're opening yourself up to new experiences, but yes. did you really go in the water? No, no, I didn't. Well, I did. Here's what, so down Santa Monica beach, it was originally January 2nd, but they moved it because it was raining on the second. They moved it to this past Sunday. So you could take the cold plunge in the Pacific ocean. And then there's a public pool right there. And they had that all heated up to a toasty 94 degrees. So you could go in the ocean and then go in the pool. And then they had top chocolate for people. It was awesome. 
Thank you, City of Santa Monica. But I did skip the ocean part of it. <laughs> okay, that's flourishing, Liz. I really think that you're just doing the better better part of those three items, right? I, that's what I did. So I, uh, and it was so uplifting. I can't even tell you. I even had my picture taken with Pat the polar bear who was like greeting mainly the kids, but also me uh, at the pool. So I'll post that in the Facebook group, the picture of me and Pat the polar bear greeting the new year that is going to be full of flourishing. So there you go. All right. Oh, I think I, those are good. Together, here and now and flourish. Okay. Right. You'll be hearing good. more about. But while we were busy working on our themes, you, uh, our satellite sisterhood, was also very busy working on your themes for the year. And over at the Facebook group, um, Leanne had put up a post um, about themes for the year. And I was reading through them. And I think it's very inspirational for everybody to read through those. Um, but certainly there is a recognition as you start to read through them that we've all been through a lot and that many of the themes that our listeners picked for 2022, I think, reflect the, you know, uh, what the last two years have been like. Amy wrote that comfortable is her theme. Heidi wanted space and grace. Carolyn also wrote, she wrote comfort, ease and a little adventure. I like that. Uh-huh. Uh, um, Barbara, now I think this is really a unique one. Um, she, she is still working on three different mottos. Uh, either it's either going to be take a breath, not my job or what works for me, but now uh-huh. get this. Okay. Once she has decided w- of those three mottos, which one she wants, she's going over to order, uh, to order a necklace via Etsy and she's going to have that phrase spelled out in Morse code. Okay. Oh, wow. So then she'll have a necklace with the Morse code for her motto for the year. She did that last year. She said it was a secret message for herself. I like oh, that. That's great. I love that. Okay. So, uh, Liz, I can see a very nice necklace with the word flourish. Yeah. On it. Yeah. I mean, think okay. about that. That could be good. Peggy. Peggy is just keeping it simple. Her word is simple. Okay. (laughs) And I think, I think all of the themes that were posted just uh, really uh, showed so much reflection. Uh, Lori focused, she said she's going to focus on that. The best things in life are not things. So in 2022, she's going to be less things focused and more people focused. Okay. That's a good idea. A lot of people have determination at the beginning of the year. Harriet was one of them, and she loves the phrase, I can and I will. I like that. Oh, I like that. Yes. Now, Amanda really inspired all of us. I don't know if you saw her post. Uh, She picked the word dwell. Mm. Think about it. It has multiple meetings, meanings. And to prove that, she has quotes from Emily Dickinson, Voltaire, and Winston Churchill, all wow. using the word. Yeah, yeah. Extra so that's credit. She's <laughs> going for her extra credit on her AP English exam. Way to go. Okay. All right. I, all right. So also in the, the really unusual and unique themes for the year is Kathleen, who picked the word kintsugi. And this is the Japanese art. Of, re- of repairing broken pottery with gold. 
that ah. you put back pottery together with gold seams. You can Google that word. You'll see it. Beautiful pottery. She posted a picture and that is her theme for the year. So again, very uplifting. That very. takes us to a different place. And finally, a shout out to Sharon. Her motto for 2022 is redo in 2022. Okay. <laughs> She's going to work on her house, her wardrobe, her hair, her attitude, and anything else that's outdated. Oh, well, aren't you fun? That sounds yeah. great. <laughs> okay. I like that. I can see that on a t shirt redo in 2022. Yeah. I'm okay. still stuck on not my job. I think. <laughs> Why? That's a good. I mean, that's about setting boundaries no, about what it like was. It. it just makes me laugh. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, excellent roundup, Julie. Thanks. Those were good. Those were good. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones over there at the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. Fantastic. Great. Well, you know, there was another roundup of, you know, inspirational thoughts about the new year in the New York Times. They did a whole series over the holidays called It's Not Too Late To. And it was just talking to a lot of people who had done things, changed things, you know, embrace something new in their life later in their life. And there are a whole bunch of them. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can go read them yourself. But there were two in particular that uh, jumped out to me. One was by Deirdre and Deirdre climbed El Capitan for the first time at age 66. So, <laughs> wow. Okay. Don't, that's a wow, right? That's not easy to do. That's really hard. I had yes. some friends that did it this summer. Yeah, it's really hard. Yes. Yeah. You've seen so many documentaries about it. You think it's easy and it's not. That's yeah. why they make the documentaries about it. Even but, the back route is not yes. easy. I mean, I, I don't know if Deirdre went up the face. I don't know if she, Alex Honnold did, but even going the back route is hard. A lot of vertigo. It's high. It's scary. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's how she did it, Leanne. She said, you first have to figure out why you think you can't do something and ask yourself, is that even valid? You, you can decide for yourself what you think you're capable of. It's just so sad when people say, oh, I'm 50 and I can't fill in the blank. Like, uh, I can't uh, go on a flying saucer. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But, <laughs> but she says, try it anyway. Who cares? You might be surprised. So that seems like a good spirit, Deirdre. Thank you. Deirdre is clearly flourishing. Also flourishing, Russ was in this series. Russ recorded his first album of original music uh, and at age 85. So good for you, Russ. And here's what he said, which is very specific to the, if we ever get out of this pandemic, I think this is true. Uh, he said, do something that involves other people, even one other person mm -hmm. getting out getting out of a groove. Sometimes you just need company. There's this fantasy that creativity is something you do alone by candlelight. No, yeah. you do something with other people who are as genuinely interested as you are. See, uh -huh. be together. That's, yeah. that's why it's my motto. Yeah. I love that. I mean, that's why I love doing the show with you guys doing something mm -hmm. with other people that's creative and fun. Yeah. So um, sometimes you just need having the other people makes you even more creative than you think you were. So thank you, Russ. And thank you, Deirdre. All right. Well, Liz, I'm taking my spirituality uh, cues this year from cats. I know it's unusual, but I'm <laughs> trying to open up. Right. Okay. So 
I get on a lot of newsletter lists somehow. I think it's all of the contests I enter to win trips to places. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not a great idea, but the next thing you know, my inbox is filled with things like spiritualityhealth.com newsletter. And this headline, uh, really caught my eye. I knew the satellite sisterhood would love it. Five spiritual lessons we can learn from cats by Sarah Bowen. Um, you know, we're dog people here, but we're trying to open up, um, to the other side to cats. And in a lot of religions, uh, cats are semi-divine, you know, they have a lot of interesting, they're supposed to contain the, the essential feminine and uh, the ancient Egyptian, Egyptians love them. They thought they were semi-divine. They're mentioned in other spiritual texts. So here's some of the tips, Liz, for tapping into your cat spirituality okay. over 2022. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be watching this, Liz, to see if you come through right. this. Okay. Alternate naps and activity. <laughs> Cats seem to have an inherent sense of Tao, alternating between sleep and action, then napping. They sleep 15 hours a day. That's fantastic. But they flow between these states with superb stretching skills. All right. But Liz, Julie, humans, we go, go, go. Do we drop, drop, drop? And we can't. We have our two distinct periods, wake and sleep. Julie, this is a good one for you because you go, go, go. And you Uh never sit down, right? You never alternate naps and activity. It's go, go, go. I don't know what that is. Right. So here's what you're going to do, Julie, for 2022. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can do this alone or together. Each time you transition from sitting to standing, stretch your arms as high as you possibly can. Uh Separate your fingers and toes widely. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to look like an idiot. That's okay. That's okay. I just tell people I'm being a cat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Tapping into my inner cat. Yeah. Okay. My cat spirituality. And you know what? Grab a cat nap. Try it, Joe. Try it. You might like it. Okay. Okay. Liz, this one is for you. Uh, Uh I saw this one. I said, this has LD all over it. Spiritual cats. Purring is powerful, Liz. Purring is powerful. Purring. (laughs) Purring. Okay. Okay. Could you demo that for me? I'm supposed to purr when I'm happy? Here's what you did, Liz. Cats, they purr continuously. I didn't really know that because I've spent almost no time near cats because I'm very, very allergic to them. So I'm rarely in the same building as they are, but cats purr continuously, apparently at fluctuating levels to indicate contentment, solicit attention, relieve pain, promote healing. Studies have shown that cat purrs can promote tissue regeneration and promote bone health. I don't know about that. I don't don't know know about that that. science. I I got a follow-up study on that one, please. (laughs) But it all taps into vibrational healing. And Liz, I know that you have gone to sound baths. I do enjoy a sound bath. That's true. Mm -hmm. So that is what they are suggesting. You personally don't have to purr, but you can get yourself out to a gong bath, Liz. Just do it. (laughs) Or, okay. Or here's one. If you're homebound, consider jumping in your parked car, gently closing your eyes and submerging yourself in the pulsing vibrations of music. You could do that too. Right. That's some sort of sad. Why, why do I have to my report you? Is that somewhat <laughs> suicidal there? I don't know. In the garage with the running. Why does that require a car? I can do that at home too, right? Or, well, you could do none of these things and simply sit with your cat. Well, we can't, but <laughs> other people could. Because wow. petting a cat is supposed to uh, increase your and Fluffy's oxytocin, which of course everyone knows is associated with trust and maternal bonding. So I'm just saying, Liz, gong it. Purring is powerful. Just, just remember that. Just remember that. (laughs) 
Okay, well, we're really set for the year now, Liam. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling sure. there yes. with, your, with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what, uh, what, what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you know, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz. Right. Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is that's <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's nice. <laughs> nice to have something familiar there. <laughs> yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at ButcherBox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for a year offer plus Get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting <laughs> rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Lee and Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when it's, my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros mm -hmm. isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash 
sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Okay, here we are at the Satellite Sisters semi-breaking news desk. Because <laughs> here's some news that broke wh- while we were away over the holidays. Of course, the Theranos verdict. Now, people know, we've talked about this a lot on Satellite Sisters. Uh, this was the case of fraud that was brought against Elizabeth Holmes, who founded a blood testing company called Theranos. And it also prompted a what I'll call a battle of the podcasts, because there was a whole podcast series that was done about her called Bad Blood, which was done by John Carreyrou, who is the reporter from the Wall Street Journal who blew the case wide open in the Wall Street Journal. So that was a really good one. Uh, But then ABC News also did their own podcast series called The Dropout with Elizabeth Jarvis. So you have so there was a lot of news anyway. And then for those of us who were already obsessed with this case, we had multiple podcasts we could follow. There were books we could read. Anyway, on January 3rd, after 17 weeks of trial, which is a long trial and seven days of deliberation in which I was really starting to worry. Were you guys starting to worry that long? I was. That it was going to be a mistrial. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, on January 3rd, the jury came back and they found Elizabeth Holmes guilty on four counts of defrauding investors, not guilty on four counts of defrauding patients, and they couldn't reach a verdict on three more of the counts. So this was like breaking news uh, on Jan 3rd. But what do I need when that happens? What do I need? I need my podcast to come out and tell me what I'm supposed to think about that. Right. <laughs> right. Well, Liz, I don't know. I don't know why, because I feel like you you have done more research on this case than maybe some of the attorneys that were representing Elizabeth Holmes. I, well, I think there was something about the mixed verdict, Julie, that I was like, OK, I did not expect that. So. I have to say that I spent the next two days literally like refresh, 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 refresh on my podcast app. Like, when is bad blood dropping there? When is the drop? (laughs) It's like because they had both promised that as soon as they had a verdict that they would have their final episode. So the dropout came first, uh, Elizabeth Jarvis and that that's a really good episode if you're interested in some of the behind the scenes at the trial and in the jury room because elizabeth jarvis actually got a chance to talk to juror number six his name is wayne cox fyi here's a little tiny detail on wayne cox he actually co-wrote the kids animated series tiny toon adventures and won a won a daytime emmy sister so yeah, i like that about him i like that about yeah. him that's what a jury of your peers, I think, includes mm-hmm. people yes. that wrote Tiny Toon Adventures. So um, and one of the things he said that I thought was very interesting is that it was very hard to find her guilty because she was so likable. Uh huh. And I was just surprised by that, because I think when you read, I mean, obviously, she must have been likable because people gave her like almost a billion dollars. There was she was doing something right. But when you read the book, Bad Blood, that piles up all of the evidence against her, she does not come across as that likable because she really hounded the people in her company. She drove people out. She threatened them. Anyway, he said the jury actually found her very likable. So it was 
um, hard to find her guilty. And then, um, then finally, Bad Blood came out, and John Kerry Roo also had a lot of his own uh, perceptions on this. So here's kind of where I net out. I'm interested what you guys think. Like, I feel good about the guilty verdict because clearly she was just such a big time liar. I mean, you just hear her flat out lying to investors and potential patients and business partners and all of that. Um, so I feel good about the guilty verdict, but I do feel bad about the fact that so few people seem to get tried and found guilty of this. So it's hard even to think about others at this level, at the big CEO level that actually are going to go to jail for these kinds of crimes. So that's where I, that's why I have my own verdict is a little bit mixed on the verdict because um, she needs to be held accountable for sure. But I would just like to see a lot more people go to jail too. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's where that I would, that would even it out. If more, more employees from Theranos or other no, entrepreneurs no. that are faking it until they make it. Uh, if, I'm not even, yeah, I'm not even saying entrepreneurs, Julie. I think that there is, this is the whole fake it till you make it culture. But I think there are a lot of businesses where pretty nefarious things go on. And maybe not most businesses, I'm not saying that. I've worked at a lot of big businesses. I love working at big companies. I have led big companies. So I know, I know we're not criminals most of the time. But, you know, it does seem like it's not very often that someone goes to jail for this kind of stuff. And you can't help but when you think about Elizabeth Holmes, the other person you think about is Martha Stewart. Right. right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. As if she was the only insider trader. Yes. No, I mean, a lot. And she was pretty small time at it, too. But still, she went to jail. So it did make me think like, yeah, why are there no guys going to jail? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It feels like there could be a lot more guys because they're just more a lot more men who are CEOs of companies and at the higher level of these companies. So it's funny to me that she got snagged. But do you think it's because there was so much tape of her? Like she was such a celebrity for a while. I think that was a big part of it. She was everywhere. And so she was a, a big target. And there was literally lots of tape of her lying to investors and, uh, you know, to journalists who were doing cover stories on her and stuff. Whereas most people are just fraudsters, but they don't get, have, they don't have press machines behind them. Yeah. So yeah. they, it's in they the back have, room. Yeah. I think it's probably a really hard case to prove, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I actually talked to a friend of mine whose son is a federal prosecutor and that's what she said. I was saying, why don't more cases like this come forward? And she's talked at length about this with her son and, and said, it's because they're just incredibly hard to prove, especially when there are conspiracies about this or that. So anyway, so Julie, what'd you think? Well, I, I will just be interested to see how much jail time she actually, I mean, one of the, not one of the factors I was thinking about was, you know, she's going to appeal this. She's going to appeal the split decision. Uh, will she actually spend time in jail? And and will she, you know, will they be sympathetic to her as a new mother? Uh, you know, and apparently she's very likable in court in terms of the kind of prison sentence that she gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was surprised to hear several experts say they do not think she will go to jail. Mm-hmm. because of the very reasons you cited. I, I Because initially when it came out, oh, four counts, each carried 20 years. I was like, holy cow, she's really going to jail for a long time. Uh, and then people uh, who know better about these things said, no, no, she probably, you know, there's a good chance she might not do any jail time. 
that seems wrong. That seems like the wrong message to spend after send after all this. But um, well, in the, ba- in the battle of the podcast, Leanne, the, the experts and Julie, they were they were split on how much jail time she's going to do. Some of the so-called experts said, no, she's never really going to go to jail. And others like, oh, yeah, she's going away for a long time. So we don't know. We so don't what know. does that mean to me? That means there need to be more episodes of these podcasts. As <laughs> okay. we go forward. <laughs> I was actually very impressed though, by the young whistleblowers, because the two people that came forward uh, to speak to the wall street journal reporter, because they were convinced something wrong was happening and they had tried to go to the leadership in the company and been dismissed uh, by the leadership. You know, at the time they were 26 and 23. And that is very young. You know, the 23 year old lab assistant was in her first job. This was a big time company that was well-funded and she knew something was not going right. And the 26 year old was the grandson of George Schultz, who was the former secretary of state and a giant investor in the company and brought in all his friends. And his grandson was working there. And again, he said, 26, this is not right. This doesn't right. work. We and can't then they were under enormous pressure. They enormous were really pressure. being harassed by yeah. by the um, by Elizabeth Holmes' lawyers. So yes, yeah, that- big time lawyers. Yeah. Not not you know. So I, I think it says a lot about that generation. I mean, people like to take shots at they. They're technically millennials, but they were. T- 26 when this happened and you know gen z now in the workplace now you know look around uh see what's going on people know right from wrong i I think that's what it signified to me that's not an age thing you know it's not an age thing i was impressed by the young whistleblowers because that must have been really really hard to yeah and tyler schultz his grandfather split with him over this yeah right exactly yeah yeah so Mm -hmm. So do we think Martha Stewart is, is knitting her a poncho? Maybe. Now? What's, Could what? be. Could be. Well, I had forgotten about the poncho part of the whole. Never month. forget Liz. No. That. <laughs> Wrongly imprisoned. The poncho of freedom. Never forget. Okay. Well, um, Liz sentencing, we know you'll be on this. We yes. know you'll continue to report on this. Uh, it was requested. Somebody in the Facebook group made me laugh. Like, I feel like we should have an emergency zoom call to talk about this. <laughs> I know so, that's funny. You weren't alone. We have no doubt that you will uh, uncover every stone, every opinion on this Liz and keep us informed. And so don't we might forget. have to have our own subreddit in the Facebook group yeah. on this subject. So if that, if that works, I don't know. But <laughs> there is the scripted series coming out. So. Yes. So right. there you go. That can fill the gap between sentencing and Sunny Balwani's trial. <laughs> okay. Um, so we wanted to mention a few things. We've hinted at it at the beginning of the show. Uh, last week, we did a little tiny test show um, to to prove to ourselves that we could actually post a new show because we have some new partners and a new way of producing the show. Uh, it was slightly unexpected, but we made it happen. Right, Liz? We made it happen. That's right. We are flourishing in case you're wondering. Yes, we're flourishing. So we did a lot of work over the holidays because earlier in the fall, um, our we had two partners, right? We have a platform that um, hosts our show and we have an advertising partner that sells our ads. And so and as it turns out, both of those companies, Wondery and Art19 were bought by Amazon. So there you go. Okay. Uh, big Zers. podcast, big <laughs> podcast rolls in. So, and when big, 
big podcast rolls in, a new owner means new rules. So there were all these new rules about how they wanted to operate. And uh, we just thought, mm, no, we can do better than that. We, we're not big podcast. We are small but mighty, but we love our community. And so we made a decision that Jeff Bezos is not going to beat us. Okay, we might not. We're a small but mighty show. We might not be selling enough toilet paper for him, but we've got something good going on here. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, we were not going to let him take us down. Maybe for one weekend, we thought he's taken us down. And then we came back strong on Monday. And we're like, we're going to make this happen. We hadn't planned on this. And we really right. don't know any of the other players in the business because it's changed a lot since we looked around, but we're going to figure this out. So we had yes. to learn a lot of new things. Yeah. So we do have two new partners. True Native now sells our advertising. There's a link to them if you're an advertiser and you want to support the show. Uh, we love them. It's women owned and operated. We're very excited to be in business with True Native and our new platform, which you'll see when you see as the show posts and all the various apps and at SatelliteSisters.com is Megaphone. So we're good to go. That's what we tested over the holidays. I feel like we're good. But Liam, there are other other new things that will come as a result of this. Right. I mean, we have some, you're going to hear some new sponsors in the show. You're going to hear some today. We're happy to welcome them uh, because our uh, ad sales team there at True Native has a different list. And so we've been happy to meet some new companies and find some new stuff that we want to pass along to you. And we appreciate that. Um, so that's great. Uh, so when you hear those, we appreciate your support as always, even just going and checking out the website is really helpful to us using the special URL. And if you're so inclined to need some face oil or some sweaters or some meal kits, please indulge, enjoy yourself. So uh, you're going to hear some new sponsors. Um, we're also going to be doing a few fewer shows this year. Uh, we're going to be doing 36 shows total. Um, that was for a variety of reasons. Uh, when we've been really cranking out a lot of shows for the last three years and we've loved it, but Liz is working on other projects. I have a couple of new books that will be uh, need to be written. Uh, so Julie, you know, you have some flying saucers to, to sled on. That and That's many other things. I have, a, yes. yes, I'm going to be very busy with cosmetic dentistry. Yes. <laughs> But we're not just taking away, we're adding things, Leah. Right. So the, there will be fewer podcasts, but you know we do have a lot of interaction on social media. We have a newsletter that will come out about 40 times a year. I'm going to be on a book tour. We're trying to organize another in-person event in the fall. Uh, so you know, pandemic allowing. And then, and then Liz has launched her own television network over <laughs> Christmas holidays. Yes. The Satellite Sisters YouTube channel, Liz. Take it away. We are going to be flourishing over there on YouTube. Well, we had all these videos, not just cooking with Liz videos, though there are plenty of those, but other videos we've done over the years or things people have done about us. So, yes, we did it. We created a Satellite Sisters YouTube channel. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes and on all of our social media. You can go over there. You can watch you know, all of the videos that we have for now, and you'll be seeing more of those in the, in the coming year. Uh, because it's, for instance, you can, did you know you can go live on YouTube sisters? So what I'm thinking about doing is there are a lot of people that are not members of the Facebook group because they've, you know, they've got beefs with 
you know, yeah. <laughs> Facebook. but maybe cooking with Liz is going to be live on YouTube from now on. Wouldn't that be better? Wouldn't that be more accessible to everyone? I think we're going to give that a go anyway. So if you go to YouTube and type in satellite sisters channel, it will take you there and you can see all the stuff we've posted so far. And there is more to come in 2022 because we are flourishing. Now we are. So we're back to being indie. Basically, we're now an indie podcaster again after being at a network. So all these new things are happening, but, but downloading the podcast should not change for you. It's the same process. It was, they told us it was going to be a seamless transition. And it actually was after hours and hours of work on the front end, the actual transition was very seamless. So we hope that you're getting your podcast. If you're listening to this, presumably you are, but let us know if things are issue, uh, there are any glitches. We want to know about that, but the process for you should not change. Your podcast will still show up. We, we urge you to subscribe. We urge you to listen through a podcast app, but you can always find it on our website satellitesisters.com or there will always be links in the newsletter if that's the way you want to go and then and then of course this is tv i mean satellite sisters tv network um <laughs> so here's how you can help you know we mentioned we were a small but mighty show and um we could be a little bit bigger, frankly. That would be helpful. <laughs> be perfectly sure. Honest. Those yeah. are our goals for 2022. <laughs> yes. So we right. want you to share the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that means like really literally share the show. Like send your friend episodes that you particularly like. It's so easy to do for most podcast apps. You can forward the newsletter on to people and say, I encourage you to listen to show. Really, mm-hmm. if you could be an advocate for the show, it would be fantastic. We'd like to, we, we don't mind staying small, but mighty, but we'd like to be less small and mighty <laughs> would be great. Supporting a sponsor I've always already mentioned is really fantastic. If there's something you need and one of our sponsors has it, please use the URL and use the code. Even if you're buying from something else and they say about the show, go ahead, <laughs> the product, go ahead and say satellite. <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ahead. You listen. That's that's you're flourishing. So good, good. Spread the word. We talk about a lot of things. We could have talked about that product. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Spread the word in whatever way you can to share the sisters. We really, really appreciate it. So, Liz, Julie, we're ready, right? Back ready. to being indie. To yes, ready. Yes, we we've had it's going to force us to learn a few new skills. I mean, we're pretty good at all the technical stuff, but we're taking on a little bit more of it. And so far, so good. So I'm very check for, you know, my 2022 goals already learning new things. That's right. And thank you, Satellite Sisters, Misters and everyone in the Satellite Sister community for supporting the show. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSisters at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. (laughs) 
in no their kidding. skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer and it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay. You know, we have raved about the Andaria algae body oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria collagen body oil. Youthful, yeah. Liz. A youthful yeah. glow is going to happen. <laughs> and it's a, infused with Osea's signature Andaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself (laughs) because you're worth it. (laughs) That's that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code SAD Sisters. So this is it. This is a win-win-win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSISTERS at oseamalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would I, I you did. like to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already frame-bridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the frame-bridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, rate or gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this sounds like- But you're going to be happy, okay? (laughs) That's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. We're back. Thanks for sticking with us. Hey, it's Entertaining Sisters. We have a lot going on. Clearly, we watched a lot of things over uh, the holiday break. But I just want to remind you, Pep Talk is our newsletter. It will be back this week. If you're not subscribed, head on over to SatelliteSisters.com, our website, which, by the way, is looking good. So you might just want to check it out anyway. Uh, our webmaster, Kate, has done some great updates. And um, a pop-up will will uh, invite you. Uh, sign up. Uh, sign 
sign up will pop up as soon as you get on over to satellitesisters.com and you can sign up for the newsletter. I, it really will make you feel better. No, no doubt about it. It's a great way to start your day on Friday, right, Leanne? Every That's- Friday, little pep talk in your inbox. You Ooh, bet. Okay. Well, I, here's a show I want to recommend. Uh, I found it on BritBox. Okay. I, you know, you can find it in other streaming services, but the name of the show is Shetland. And this is based on the best-selling books by the crime writer Anne Cleves. So this show, think Outlander meets all creatures, um, great and small, meets Wallander. Okay, so <laughs> mm. it's 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 set in the Shetland Islands off Scotland. So there's crashing waves. There's big bluffs, there's bleak landscapes, there's terrible weather. Everyone's talking about their wee cottage and they're drinking tea and and all of that. Um, But it's the story of a a Jimmy Perez. He's a detective and he has a little team and they work on the crimes that happen on the Shetland uh, Islands. But the thing that's interesting about it is he's a very kind character. So even though he's investigating murder, there's something gentle about the show, very Mm -hmm. bucolic when you're watching it. It's very relaxing. So it's not like a hard crime detective series, even though there are murders uh, on this show. So um, there are six seasons. uh, There's great chemistry on it. uh, And I would recommend it. It's called Shetland. And I've found it on BritBox. Mm. Yeah, it's great. We we love Shetland. We've yeah. been watching for a while. Now my husband wants to go to Shetland. Every time he just says, I'd love to run there. Because it's really? just bleak I mean, it landscape. Looks so cold yeah. and damp. And the star is totally cute. Douglas Henschel. He, yeah. he was in Outlander, Leon. Did you know that? He was in Outlander and oh. he's uh, been in the series In Plain Sight. As oh, well. okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's it is true. Sometimes you have no idea what they're saying. Some of the minor characters, but that's okay. Because I, I leave the subtitles on. That oh. way, I get the brogue. It all works out well. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, Shetland. That's in the show notes. I have two recommendations. One you will have no doubt heard of. The other one, maybe not. The first one is West Side Story. Maybe you've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, So I went to see Steven Spielberg's West Side Story on New Year's Day, Um, the fancy theater in West L.A. where I can see where you can reserve your own seat. I could see that in the whole giant theater, there were only five other people who had reserved seats. So that is both great, you know, pandemic wise and not so great. I guess I think it hurt Steven Spielberg's feelings that nobody went to his movie. Anyway, I went and it. It really is an amazing movie. If okay. you can, you know, if you can get yourself to a theater, here's what I enjoyed about it. Of course, it's the classic doomed lovers, Tony and Maria, right? Mm-hmm. Also, no, also known as Romeo and Juliet. Good um, good so you got you got Tony and Maria, but I th- Julie, I think the most powerful part of the movie is not so much Tony and Maria, though they're great. I mean, the movie's spectacular looking. I mean. Steven Spielberg. Um, The dancing is amazing, but there were two particular performances that really made the movie for me. One is the role of Anita is played by Ariana DeBose, and she was amazing. And the other one, Rita Moreno, who was Anita in the original movie, is back in a brand new role that they created for her. And her character's name is Valentina. And she's sort of the moral center of the whole story now in a different way than the original story. And 
Anita slash Ariana and Rita Moreno are both so great that it made the whole story even sadder. I got to say, how, how is that possible? <laughs> I know. I know. Or maybe did I just forget how sad it is? I it's mean, it's a really sad show. It's yes. Just it's so sad. Really heartbreaking. And so I really, you know, I'm sort of in the pick me up frame of mind, generally trying to flourish. And so I, I was surprised at how sad it was, but it's super sad because all of the performances, but especially those two performances just really take you to a place where you think about the implications of this love story and the tragedy and all of it. Anyway, if you can take it, uh, take some tissues with you, but really, really worth seeing and seeing on a big screen if you possibly can, because the colors, the dancing, the music, unbelievably great. So that's a little thing called West Side Story. And then the other thing I want to recommend, you know, we have the Winter Olympics coming up in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. So over there on Peacock, whatever that is, the sort of NBC streaming channel, cable, whatever, um, they're posting a whole bunch of sports documentaries that relate to winter sports. And one of them is called Meddling. And that's M-E-D-D-L-I-N-G, but the joke is uh, M-E-D-A-L, you know, metal. Anyway, it's produced by Tara Lipinski, who, oh. who doesn't want to check that out. Uh-huh. It, it is the tale of the 2002 Olympic figure, figure skating scandal. Oh. Remember Salt Lake City, Jamie Sale and David Pelletier? got yes. robbed of their gold medal by Russian organized crime and the French judge. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Anyway, yes. so this is, I had forgotten so many of the details of this and the details are juicy. So it's four episodes. They've only posted two so far. I've watched both of those. They, oh, Julie, you will love all the Russians in this because they actually, okay. you know, they get interviews with like the Russian coach and the Russian skaters and they talk to like Plushenko. Remember him? Oh yeah. He's the best. Yes. He's like Russians will always win because he actually says this, you Americans wake up with a belly full of warm milk. In other words, we just don't have what it takes. <laughs> That's what anyway. So it's so for 40 years in a row, the Russian pair skaters won the gold medal at the Olympics, but then you had these this Canadian pair coming in and, you know, they skated. It was the program of a lifetime. Remember? Yes, I, I do. do. Yes, it yes. was. a. It was. a. Yes, they were robbed. They mm -hmm. were robbed. But anyway, so the, in the first two episodes, they get into the whole sort of the culture of figure skating in the West, which they sort of compare to Broadway versus the culture of figure skating in the East, which is ballet. So they get into all of the cultural differences. Anyway, check it out. It's on Peacock. It's called Meddling. Uh, there will be four total episodes, two up so far. I thought it was really great. Okay. Oh, good recommendation, Liz. All right, Jewel, this is for you and okay. for others. Um, you know, Netflix put up Downton Abbey in December, I think. Mm -hmm. And of course, newer listeners might not know, but not only did Julie and I watch Downton Abbey, we recapped Downton yes. Abbey yes. on yes. Satellite Sisters and as its own podcast for five seasons. Starting in season two, Julie and I did a recap of Downton Abbey called Downton Gabby. <laughs> it was very popular, actually. Yes, and it was. it was irreverent. Uh, we treated Downton Abbey as a very posh um, soap opera, which basically it was. And there were characters we loved and characters we didn't like and storylines we loved and things we hated. 
And we carried that over into the movie review. And there's another Downton Abbey movie coming up in March. So, you know, December puttering around the house. I thought, I'll watch that first season of Downton Abbey again. Oh my gosh, Julie, you totally have to rewatch it. First of all, first of all, I forgot so many things. Of the so details of you, the Yeah. I mean, the main characters, of course, you remember their story arcs, but like characters started showing up. I was like, oh my gosh, Shrimpy. I forgot about Shrimpy. Oh my God, Sprat. Sprat, I forgot. Oh, the pig man. Here he is, the big man. And I forgot what a soap it was. The bribes and the, the secret babies and the dead bodies and the relatives from beyond coming back. And oh, look, we have a gramophone. I mean, oh my gosh, I have so enjoyed the rewatch. I'm almost through all six seasons. Uh, but a couple of things remain true. Okay. Lady Mary is the best character. She is fantastic. <laughs> she is glorious. Yes. She is a glorious, posh snob. Uh, and every scene that she's in, her interactions are the most interesting of the whole show. I'll stand by that. Okay. okay. She's great. I agree. Okay. You know who's not holding up on the rewatch? Oh. Her, da- her dad. Like Lord oh. Grantham is such an incompetent stuff shirt. I mean, we just... <laughs> Oh, it's harsh, Leon. Leon, Jewel, he almost lost the Abbey. Remember, first his wife had to bail him out and then Matthew had to bail him out with this money. Okay, along the way, we learned that he really doesn't like Catholics or Jewish people. He doesn't really want, you know, anybody to be baptized in his family. He doesn't think women should work. He doesn't want gramophones. He's not too crazy about colored people, uh, people of any color that aren't white. Like he's really a stuffed shirt. (laughs) I didn't realize that. Okay, I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think if you rewatch it, you, I'm just saying, but Mary is glorious. And there's something that I had forgotten about how Mrs. Hughes and Mrs. Pat Moore, their friendship is very endearing. Okay. That's yeah, wonderful. Right. Okay. And then of course the Dowager Countess, like she retains her glorious one-liners, the best lines of all fantastic. I would like so, to, I would rewatch it just to hear her lines again. It's yes. worth it. And then yeah. the good news is because it's a rewatch, you can just Fast forward through every scene where Mr. Bates is in prison. Okay, the like prison for, scenes. You know how I feel about dark prison scenes. It was just yeah. terrible, all those storylines. Uh, yeah. And then you can also fast forward through every scene Mosley is in, because we were just never real big Mosley fans either. No. So, okay, thank you. That's a good guide to how to rewatch it, Lane. I think you'll understand it. Okay, and then... Another show uh, I'm not going to spend too much time on and just like that, the reboot of Sex in the City, except to say I only made it through two episodes. I was very disappointed. I thought there was an opportunity to actually have women of my age on television uh, in an interesting way, but apparently not because (laughs) I don't know who those characters are on and just like that. And I don't know what their concerns are, but they're not like any other 55 year old woman that I know. And how do I know they're 55? Because they start almost every sentence in the first two episodes of the show is as a 55 year old woman. So I just don't understand what happened with the reboot of Sex and the City. So I just want to recommend these shows. If you're looking for other shows with casts of women who seem to enjoy each other and are grounded in the real world. Okay. Okay, Leon, I like that. Positive. Do tell. So Queens Queens and Girls 5 Eva kind of go together Uh because they're basically the story of 90s girl groups reconnecting 20 years later. Queens are hip hop stars. It has an unbelievable cast. There's great music. There's singing. There's performance. It's great. 
and it's from the people who produced Empire and Girls Five Eva. We've talked about it. Super funny. Sarah Bareilles. You know, it's just it's just really great. Very clever. Uh, and that's a comedy. So those are two winners. Insecure just wrapped its run over on HBO Max. That has been a fantastic show for six years. Just great. Loved it. The Sex Lives of College Girls, which is Mindy Kaling's new show. Fantastic. I love that show. Oh, I have really funny. Okay. And then just go to Golden Girl repeats. You know, they're over there on the Hallmark Channel. They're there for you. I have to say during the pandemic, my husband and I have enjoyed one or two Golden Girl repeats a week. They are still funny. They hold up. We love those women. That show was edgy and well ahead of its time. So just watch okay. those shows instead of and just like that. All right. And I put links in the show notes to where you can find all these shows because like Queens is on ABC, Girls 5 Eva is on Peacock, whatever. So links in the show notes. Yeah, they're all over on Hulu at some point, too. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Good point. Good point. Yeah. 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 That's where I find most of them. But um, yeah. So uh, but Golden Girls is on Hallmark. That's okay. All right. Uh, okay. That's our show for this week. We'd like to thank Sergio Enriquez for making us sound great. Thanks, Sergio. Here we go on to 2022. Emily Loudermilk is our graphic designer. She always does fun stuff with the show. You can see Emily's work over on Instagram and in our newsletter. On Instagram, we're at Sat Sisters. Uh, all right. Our to do list for the week. Um, Okay, I'll just go first. California has a very new and very complicated recycling program that involves food waste. Oh, <laughs> and really? What are you what are you doing with your food waste, Liam? It is you are putting it in your in your yard waste container, but it has to be bagged in compostable bags. And it's not just vegetables, it's any kind of food waste. It's okay. everything from like the ends of your lettuce to pizza crust. And the goal is to reduce methane gas throughout the state. So okay. they're going to take out the bags and turn that into renewable energy and reduce the amount of methane gas. But when I saw these rules, December 31st, I needed to sit down. I just had not absorbed. <laughs> How is it in effect now? It uh, in January 1. Okay. Yeah, so it's, I think, you know, there's no punishment involved, but they are. I mean, your garbage hasn't been rejected yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> not yet. No, that no. can happen. Lian. You know that. No, I know. I know. Yeah. So that's why I need to get on it. I have secured the compostable uh, food waste bags. And so I've started to gingerly get into this while I prep dinner, but it's very complicated. <laughs> FYI. Okay. All right. Good luck with that. Yeah. Well, when you figure that out, Leanne, I didn't get the memo on this yet. So you can just explain it to me once you've figured out how it all works. Okay. So for me, um, I am getting on top of the tax implications of 2021. Because really thinking back, 2021, the theme I should have named is unreimbursed medical expenses because <laughs> that was yeah, you might have a couple of those Liz. i think i've got a few i actually texted my accountant the other day like are, do i need to be collecting this information she's like oh yeah you do so okay so i'm collecting my unreimbursed medical expenses but one of my big expenses related to not being able to walk or get out of a wheelchair is all the extra dog walking i had to pay for so i'm just wondering if dog walking is considered an unreimbursed medical expense i might give it a go I mean, we're, I might... we're not giving tax advice on satellite <laughs> yeah, i would not okay, okay. <laughs> good luck with that okay thank you 
<laughs> okay, for me, my to-do this week is to try to finish my medical appointments that were for 2021. They've sort of slipped into 2022. So uh, I have an, one of my appointments on Friday. I am hoping to be able to go. I just got a survey. They wanted to know if I had any COVID symptoms. I don't have any. But then they said, have you been in contact with anyone who's had COVID in the last 30 days? Okay, I'm stumped. Isn't that everyone, right? Yeah. <laughs> is, is it that, potentially anyone? It is potentially, How would you know? I don't, I don't know. I'm stumped on that question. Have not responded yet. 30 days. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, okay. you can understand what? why they're asking, but yeah. like, how are you going to get them? Like, I, I don't know how I'm going to know that. Okay. What time is your appointment? Is it at 2.30? <laughs> why? 2.30. Okay. Okay. Just. Okay. That's the end of the show. <laughs> yes, it is. Don't forget to call your satellite sister. And be nice to her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>